Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Performance Enhanced Benefits Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Snyder. For those of you just joining us, this podcast is me interviewing subject matter experts in their areas of the business world. Our purpose is to bring resources to business owners that can help their business to continue to grow. My goal is to inject you with business information to create results you may not have thought were previously possible. On today's episode, we are joined by Amanda Blankenship. Amanda is Director of Business Development at Venturity Financial Partners and a proud boy mom here in Dallas, Texas. I wanted to have Amanda on to provide her perspective on why utilizing an outsource controller can help businesses to make effective business decisions and ensure they have quality financial reporting that will help them understand their profitability. Enjoy! Well, hey, Amanda. Thanks for joining. Hey, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. So tell everyone, tell our listeners, just tell us a little bit about, about you, both personally, professionally, everything. Let, let, let's get to know you a little bit. Well, that's great. Um, so like you said, my name is Amanda Blankenship, and um, I'm currently with Venturity Financial Partners. Um, a little bit about me. I am a, a recovering banker, I like to tell everybody. I initially okay. started my... <laughs> My career at Comerica Bank, um, graduated from Texas Tech and have my degree in finance and international business and, and started out as a commercial lender um, right out of college. It was a really great opportunity to kind of learn the industry and really get exposure to a lot of middle market clients, which was really kind of what I focused on. Um, and uh, it was it was just a great experience. And I I kind of left there and, and retired from my first career for the first time um, and started a family and then found that I just really kind of missed working in that space. So actually joined Venturity for the first time then um, and had an opportunity to really go back to working with those middle market clients. Um, it really was just something that I was passionate about, kind of helping them do what Venturity does, which we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, and then I, I just recently rejoined Venturity again. So back out in the market and and, um, and networking and, you know, really thankful for the opportunity to be here. I, I live in Lucas, so my kids go to Lovejoy and um, we have we have three boys uh, that are 15, almost 13 and 10. So it's a very uh, busy, busy household. And, you know, kind of how we got connected. I loved your tagline on on LinkedIn. Uh, with your girls, because you have three girls, right? No, nope, just 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 the one girl. Oh, uh, you have a boy. No, no, no. It it is just a baby girl. That's we just okay. have a, a a a ten almost ten month old girl. But I just mentioned okay. the fact, of course, that I'm a that I'm a girl dad, and of course, being a bourbon lover, which that's kind of I think that's really kind of how yeah, it's connected. But you mentioned the fact, of course, that you were a boy mom also. Yes. Uh, as kind of as kind of like that the, the tag. I think mine has it in there. That I'm a girl dad, bourbon lover. And something else. I don't remember what it is, but you just put in yours that you're a uh, boy mom and 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 also bourbon mom. I don't remember exactly what it was, but just that was kind of our connection. That it was just the the, the bourbon, probably specifically, uh, which we were talking offline just about a few things that uh, that your husband had found recently, and then I'd found something recently as well. So we won't bore everybody with all those topics. I don't know. Maybe they want to know. Who knows? I know. I know. Uh, well, but they're they're probably more. Yeah, they're probably more excited about knowing, hey, well, I want to know what bourbon they're talking about versus talking about financial services and insurance. I mean, people right. run as far away from insurance as they possibly can. And sometimes maybe even maybe even financial stuff as well, because they don't want to know how well or how poorly they're doing. So, 
Well, we uh, say maturity <laughs> accounting can be sexy. So we do sexy accounting. All right. Well, that's actually a very good tagline. If, if it's not the company tagline already, I think you should make it that. Or at we least should. we'll adopt it our, as our tagline for, for insurance as well, that we help make insurance be sexy. There you uh, go. Because it, it is certainly not. People don't like that. But uh, obviously you mentioned boys, 15, 13, 10. I think we talked about that. This, is also, this was the connection, actually, that we were – I was a baseball player through college, baseball. and they're all baseball players. So uh, so now – so obviously you mentioned yesterday we are at a networking event, and you, know, you had something that could hold band-aids. And I said, boys don't do that. They spit on it and rub some dirt. Right. So, Spit on it and rub some dirt on it, but a mom's got to have band-aids too. So this is true. So just tell us a little bit. You know, obviously you said uh, Venturity. What what is Venturity? For those that don't know, what is Venturity? What do you all do? No, so Venturity is simply put an alternative to an in-house accounting department. Okay. So really, for all of our clients, we kind of own their accounting, own the general ledger, take responsibility of that for those small business owners, and really, um, you know, kind of pull it all together close the books and generate the financial reports. Um, a lot of times I think what you find is, you know, especially for some small to medium sized businesses, you've got uh, companies that have somebody great internally that handles the accounts receivable, maybe even the accounts payable, but they're really just kind of lacking that skill set to put it all together, bundle it all up and make sure that you're really providing, you know, strong quality gap-based financials. And we have the ability to come in and provide that oversight and leadership to their existing accounting department. And then there's also opportunities where we have the ability for our clients to come in and be their full accounting tournament uh, department. Okay. So handling all of the transaction processing along with the close as well. Okay. So a lot of it then it sounds like it's obviously companies that are beyond QuickBooks, but maybe not quite having a full department or even even a one person department. Is that, is that, am I making sense of that? Is that, does that sound about yeah, right? I mean, from a way it's off not necessarily QuickBooks. I mean, we're software agnostic. So actually a lot of our clients work in QuickBooks, whether it's QuickBooks online, QuickBooks desktop, um, industry specific softwares, Great Plains, Sage. We are, we are software agnostic when it comes to the accounting platform. It's just really about putting together um, the operationally focused financial statements, really good quality, timely and accurate financial reporting um, that we have the ability to leverage our skill set and bench of resources to to provide that to them, um, you know, in a, in a really responsive, timely manner. OK, so at what point are companies really saying, you know, they're maybe reaching out to you all or you you call it on them and they're just like, yes, that that makes perfect sense. Where do those businesses find themselves? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think, you know, with everything that the economy is going through and all of the transitions through COVID, um, I think the accounting industry as a whole is, is really kind of being challenged. And I think what we're seeing right now is a lot of people internally, they may see turnover in that controller role and okay. having a hard time replacing that internal controller. And uh, they're, they're being a little bit more open and receptive to outsourcing that particular role. So that's definitely something to listen to. Um, another, another opportunity that really kind of brings us to the table is if a company is looking to grow uh, and, you know, wanting a, a scalable solution. And as they do that, you know, accessing our team of outsourced, um, you know, resources uh, affords them that ability to really kind of scale their solution fairly quickly. And we're, we're, we're experts in what it is that we do. We, we're controllers on steroids. And so from a training aspect, there's really no training that's needed. We're ready to get going and, and have 
have the understanding and accounting and the foundation that's there that we can really kind of be a turnkey solution for a lot of companies. Funny you use the term steroids then, you know, talking about baseball. So obviously, you know, I've always joked about that because I played in the in the height of the, the I did not do it, but the height of the steroid era playing baseball. So it's just funny that you say, you know, we're the, we're the controller or accounting department on steroids for a business. So, uh, but for those that are, you know, you know, they say, Hey, you know what, maybe this sounds enticing. What, what sort of accounting practices are you all helping them to provide? Is it something that they might already be familiar with or is it, more upscale, so to speak, for, for lack of a better way, you're trying to ask that question. Well, and I think, uh, and this is really kind of what I'm a little bit more passionate about, and, and it's from the standpoint of as a banker, knowing the information that you need to receive and review in order to help these business owners, um, you know, make effective business decisions, secure proper loan financing. I mean, they really, truly need good quality financial reporting packages. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times, you know, the business owners don't even necessarily know what it is they need because that's not their strong suit. And so a lot of times you find either they're not getting the type of quality that they need from their internal department. You know, they're still not being um, serviced as well as they would like. Or, um, you know, they're just to the point where they've kind of bootstrapped it and they've, they've tried to just bridge the gap and I'm getting paid and I'm paying my bills, but I have no idea if I'm profitable or I'm not, right? And so Venturity is very much about bringing a process and a procedure to the accounting um, where we take ownership of that. We know what we're doing. We can properly account for it. We can make sure that we're advising all of our clients on how they should properly be accounting for deferred revenues or evaluating all of their job costing so that they can have a true, clear understanding of what the state of the company currently looks like. Um, so it's just having that almost comfort of the you know, third-party provider, right? Mm -hmm. We're not a CPA firm, so we're not providing any assurances or anything like that, but you are leveraging a skill set of, of a professional services firm that this is this is our area of expertise um, where you may not necessarily have access to that hiring one person, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket, knowing they're going to do this for me. We're very process and procedural oriented when it comes to the accounting. Yeah, or at least them having someone explain what some of the numbers are you know, it's it's different to be looking at a, maybe a, a P&L statement and saying, OK, that, that, that's great. There's all these numbers on here. This one looks bigger than that one. So I assume that's a good thing. Right. But what does it mean? Right. And so well, I, I assume that's probably how you help, too, is to help understand what the numbers mean and help kind of where the where the flow of the numbers go. Is, is, yeah. is that fair to say? And, and, and that's that's absolutely what we strive to be with all of our clients is a value added partner. And so each of our clients is assigned to a team. That team consists of a controller, an assistant controller, and a staff accountant. So each of them have the ability to tap into those resources as needed without having to staff it in-house on a full-time basis. And when we work with our clients, we actually go through our monthly financial summit. So at the end of the month, once we've closed out the books, we sit down with all of our clients and we walk through the numbers and we identify any trends that we're seeing or any particular call outs that we know are meaningful to their business. And we really invest in getting to know what it is that kind of makes them go and key indicators for their company. And so that we can be strategic and really, really involve, get involved with their business and understand and help them. Yeah, makes sense. And, and you talked about, you know, the monthly numbers. So are there different times or every business may be different where it's maybe monthly or quarterly or maybe even annually or maybe maybe even weekly that someone wants to have an understanding of what these numbers mean? Is Are those services that you do or? 
Yeah. So we have a very um, open line of communication with all of our clients. We're really big on communication. And I think anytime you have an outsourced relationship, that's that's a crucial part of, of being successful. Um, so we provide all of our clients with a weekly update, um, just letting them know what we're working on, what we're okay. currently waiting on or anything that needs needs attention. And then monthly, we'll sit down and we'll go through the financials. Um, to your to your point on a closed schedule, it depends on when we're going to be closing okay. books for all of our clients. And that really is kind of tailored to their business and what their needs are, um, whether or not they have reporting requirements. Sometimes we've got clients who, you know, owe the bank financials by the 20th of every month. Well, we're going to make sure we we adhere to that and that we're providing that timely uh, financial reporting so that they can they can meet the bank's um, requirements and needs. Uh, but we it's, it's it's an ongoing dialogue of conversation with all of our clients. But for, for the most part, definitely monthly meeting and walking through those financials. And, um, you know, all of our clients are are on a fixed fee for the most part. So, okay. you know, they have a fixed fee almost just like you would with a you know salaried individual. And um, and, and so we're performing those services, but we want to be treated just like we would any in-house employee. No, that, make, that makes sense. And I'm guessing a lot of it is very operationally focused and certain, I guess, basic accounting services, or, or I guess I'm sure there's some specific terminology that makes more sense, but uh, obviously that's what, that's, that's your area of expertise. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I know just enough accounting to be dangerous. I have an appreciation okay. <laughs> for the output, but on that operationally focused um, financials, you know, all of our clients are, are full gap based, full accrual based accounting. And, and when I say that, um, you know, we do full balance sheet reconciliations on a monthly basis. And that may not mean something to everybody. I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that operate on a cash basis and that that's perfectly fine um, for, for their business, if that makes sense. But there is a, a transition to, to move towards full accrual-based, gap-based financial reporting. And that's what we do. And we do it really, really well. Um, and having those full balance sheet reconciliations on a monthly basis really kind of gives you that confidence to know that your P&L is accurate and a uh, really good depiction of what your business is doing um, at any given time. And, and that's really kind of where we earn our stripes is, you know, putting in place the foundation, the processes around having those full, um, the full gap-based financials so that we can then um, tailor that information to, to helping them understand their business. Yeah. So maybe elaborate on that a little bit. Obviously you mentioned, I think, you know, gap, cash, and accrual basis. There might be someone who's listening to this going, I've heard those terms or I've never heard those terms. I mean, I had to look up what, uh, what, what gap was just a second ago. So uh, what, what, what are some of those mean? What's kind of those, maybe some differences on some of those? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a simple example for, um, you know, accrual-based accounting. So let's say you have a client who engages you for, um, you know, a year's worth of benefits, and they want to pay for it all up front, okay? So okay. I'm going to pay, even in January, a million dollars for services I'm going to have all year long. Well, I like the sound of that. Accounting, um, you know, you're going to get that upfront payment, but it's not all hitting in January. We've got to defer that revenue for the full 12 month period. Okay. So it's just having that um, that expertise to really come in and carve out and go, all right, we need to defer this revenue. We'll recognize it once it's received. You know, all of those things that really kind of paint more of a, a streamlined picture of what the business looks like as a whole on a monthly basis, which really okay. helps companies from um 
you know, an analytical standpoint, right? I mean, you don't, you don't want to recognize that million dollars of revenue in January and then have all of your expenses hit in all of your other months because it kind of creates something like yeah, this. Yeah, that makes sense. So the intent is to really allow you to, to look at the business as a whole and, and um, be able to evaluate it a little bit more um, strategically. Another good example um, for a lot of our clients is um, you know, making sure you're doing divisional analysis or by location, you know, whether it's, um, you know, different operating warehouses and how successful they're being or just managing all of that information or job costing, um, making sure that you're tracking a job and all the expenses are associated with the job so that you can properly evaluate, hey, this is an area of business that we need to focus our efforts and this one's not doing so well. But if you're not properly allocating the costs where they need to go, it's kind of hard to make those decisions. No, I, I can see where you're coming from from that standpoint, where you're getting maybe a large sum of, of, of money. Maybe it was a, I'll use an example of a friend of mine who's a, who's an attorney. When he went off on his own for the first time, uh, he got, he won a big case and then he ended up winning like 30 or $40,000. So he gets a settlement payment, you know, into his account of 30 or $40,000. He's like, oh man, I've never made this much all at once because usually from the firm that he was at, it, it, it divvied it up over the course of a paycheck over 12 months. Right. So is that kind of what, what you're helping with is to help them to understand, okay, now you got that 40,000, not the million dollars, whatever, let's how to defer some of that information out through the, through a year versus just spending it all at once or not knowing what to do with it. Is that, am I on the right track with that? You're on the right track a little bit. I mean, it's, it's really, it's more, um, mm -hmm. It's recognizing the revenue when received and the expenses when it's tied. It's okay. ticking and tying everything the way it needs to go. And, okay. um, you know, prepaid expenses, accruing for things that you expect are going to happen, just to really kind of get a good depiction and a good handle of how um, how the business is operating. Okay, that, make, that makes better sense. So from your all standpoint, what makes an ideal customer for you all? What, what, do you, what is, who's saying that someone who's listening says, hey, you know what? I want to reach out to a man. I want to reach out to Venturi. What, you know, what do that? What do they look like? Uh, yeah, great question. A, a great target client for us. I mean, really, is um, somebody uh, a company that's growing? Generally speaking, most of our clients have revenues around five million to fifty million. They're, they, okay. you know, they really have some operations that are happening, and they really need good, strong financial reports. A lot of those companies, kind of in that size market. Um, need a good quality banking relationship and are looking to secure loan financing. And in order to do that, they need to have good quality financial reports. Um, we're really from an industry standpoint, uh, we're, it, it runs the gamut. So manufacturers, wholesalers, service companies, distributors, um, about the only thing that we don't do is oil and gas accounting. So okay. anybody else out there? And, and then really it's just the mindset, Stephen. It's really about somebody who values quality financial information really wants that that good information to help empower them to make effective business decisions but maybe doesn't necessarily have the accounting background you know right. it's really hard for a business owner who's grown a business and opened multiple locations and is really good at sales he may have no clue about accounting and you don't he doesn't need to right um that's not what those business owners need to be focusing on or or it's somebody who you know has had you know, a lady in the office who wants to retire and they're just looking to replace somebody. And right now, you know, like I mentioned with the industry, the way it is and in the economy, the way it is accounting quality accounting is, is hard to come by. 
And um, so just being willing and open to possibly consider us as an alternative would be great. No, that's that's good thought. So so it's definitely not someone that's a brand new company. It's somebody that's been around for a little bit, obviously reaching up to five or $50 million of revenue uh, kind of in the general framework, but they're, you know, maybe they understand the books, maybe they don't, or maybe they just really need someone to help them explain that uh, yeah. to them. And to be a resource, you know, even even the new companies. I mean, one of the other things I'll touch on is that we do have a team, um, our CXO advisory group. So it's a it's a team of very seasoned CFOs and COOs that can really bring that big picture operational uh, financial experience to the table. And, okay. and we do have the ability to do projects as well. So you know, if a company is looking to you know make a software conversion or they're really behind on their accounting and need to leverage a team of resources to really kind of help them catch up and get to where they need to be, or they want to be a little bit more strategic and they want to explore possible acquisitions. Um, you know, we really have a full bench of accounting professionals that we can we can bring to the table to really you know meet most of their needs. Absent oh. filing taxes and you know, <laughs> reviewed or audited financial statements. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, really my ask would just be, you know, an opportunity to visit with them. And if we, if we can't do it, I'll be the first to tell you we're not the right solution. And, you know, the hope is that we'll have the ability to connect them with somebody who is. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, so as we're kind of starting to wrap up here, um, if you had one piece of advice that you could give to people out there uh, kind of in that space, what, what would it be? One piece of advice to give to people looking for outsourcing relationship. You know, yeah. I, I think my one piece of advice is to just consider it. It's extremely empowering to leverage a, a, a team as knowledgeable as ours. Um, and I think that companies who are, are focused on putting in place strategic partners that can help them um, effectively grow their business is is really what we're going to see more of in the future. Whether that's outsourcing your HR, whether it's outsourcing your, um, you know, your IT, whatever the case may be, I think that leveraging those skill sets is is going to be really effective and strategic for any company that's looking to grow. Okay, and if someone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do so? Amanda at Venturity.net. All right. Um, that's an email. I, I'd welcome the opportunity to visit with anybody. You know, usually we can set up about a 10 to 15 minute call and see if it makes sense for us to visit further or or get you connected to the to the right partner. And that's ultimately what we want to do. Well, awesome. I'll, I'll get that added to the show notes so everybody can uh, can get in contact with you. Well, I appreciate you uh, having coming on. And we'll get those bourbons here later this afternoon, right? Yes, sir. Yep. I'll, I'll share this <laughs> with you. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you. Thank you.